Transformers Nitpickers Podcast, Joe. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 11 of Transformers Armada. It is Ruin. Hey, Paul, this is episode 11 of our seventh series. This is episode 711. Ah. All right. Um, <laughs> this episode was written by uh, Ryo Motohira. Interesting fact here, Paul. Do you know what Ryo Motohira translates into in English? <laughs> no. Michael Ryan. Uh, the last time on Transformers Armada, we were introduced to another Autobot, Creepy McCreeperson, the robot who creeps on you and your friends. And in this episode, Carlos runs through the Autobot base frantically. Yeah, he's running around like a friggin' idiot, and he's in a hurry for something, and apparently there's a hologram of a girl on a monitor, and I have no idea what is happening. I don't think the translators did either, and just give me a second. I'm gonna need this for this fucking episode. And uh, yeah, we get our two-second opening. And when we come back, we see the girl on the monitor, and, well, she looks like a heroin addict. She really does. Sunken <laughs> <green> eyes, <laughs> just damp, dead hair, pale skin. Anyway, but she's, she's calling for help. Yep, she needs their help, and that's what Carlos was trying to tell everyone. And now they're off, and the Autobots have new parts attached, and we find out why, because they teleport and into the like middle of the ocean. Too. Yeah. And uh, it turns out they're following a minicon signal, not coming to help that girl. She can take a hike, and they're getting closer, and then two dolphins swim by, and Hotshot starts following them, because why not? <laughs> why not? That's, this whole episode is why not. Actually, you know what, Paul? I think it's safe to say this is our first what-the-fuck episode of Armada. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, they, anyway, they land on the ocean floor. Oh, and this is where the SpongeBob SquarePants physics start. Yes, because they're driving on the ocean floor like they're on the highway. Oh, yeah. Like, and there'll be fights later that, well, whatever. Uh, Hot Shot drives off to go scan for something else. He almost drives off a cliff. And he radios back to everybody. By the way, the kids are in Optimus Prime. He radios back to everybody. I found something. And as I was sitting there watching, I said, it's a city. And then Hotshot said, it's a city. <laughs> yeah. And Alexis says, like, it uh, looks like there might be the ruins of Atlantis or something like that. And Carlos wonders if anyone still lives there. And then Alexis says, probably not. It looks deserted. Not no, because it's at the bottom of the fucking ocean, Carlos. <laughs> it's just that it's deserted. Like, oh, like. Okay, did they actually say Atlantis? Because if they did, I missed it. And one of my pet peeves of this episode was just, why aren't you calling this Atlantis? I think they just mentioned it offhand. Like, it, it's kind of like the ruins of Atlantis. Like, uh, I, I don't okay, think they're okay. trying to say that Atlantis like, is a real okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Autobots investigate, and uh, this is, yeah, one of those scenes where Alexis is like, here's what I think happened. And then there's a detailed explanation. <laughs> yeah, it's just, that's how it's saying, I guess. And Carlos wonders if that girl is here because that makes complete sense. Like, why, why would she fucking be here if you're coming to get a minicon? Anyway, the Decepticons attack because they're also here looking for the minicon, and they were here first. I think it's worth noting that with Carlos, uh, the, the Venn diagram that is Carlos and makes sense is just two separate circles for this episode. <laughs> But yeah, the uh, the Decepticons open fire, attack the Autobots, and Megatron so he sends the Decepticons out to fight them. And then Megatron sends Leader One and Bone Crusher. I looked it up. That other minicon is Bone Crusher to oh. find the entrance to this underground, underwater city. Yep. And then Optimus and Smokescreen are going to try to find the entrance to this place too. And Red Alert and Hotshot transformed a whole lot of the Decepticons, and then. 
Megatron starts blasting at Optimus, which manage and he does manage to land a shot, which cracks the passenger side window and water starts trickling in. Not it immediately shatters and like thousands of tons of pressure just immediately <laughs> fill the fucking anyway. Yeah, yeah. The, you know what? The the action, a lot of the action in this episode is just static. Like even that whole red alert hot shot transformation scene as they engage the Decepticons, they're just standing there with laser fire blasting off around them, and then they shoot back it just it's boring but um optimus decides he's going to save the kids he found a air pocket ahead he drives into a temple of some kind and up some stairs yep and uh everyone gets out and now they're all nice and dry even though they were up to their neck in water two seconds ago and optimus transforms and tells the kids to find the minicon while he goes back to deal with megatron so i've said this in previous episodes i think i have where it's like splitting up now means kids you go that way autobots will go fight the decepticons i kind of like that a bit like hey we'll go fight the big monsters um you have to go do the the you know sneaky stuff it's a neat dynamic, but what it leads to is kid-heavy episodes. Yeah, very much so. And with the kids, now they're driving through a tropical forest, is what it looked like to me, because I guess putting a desert with pyramids would have been too silly. And they get to a castle courtyard with a fountain, and now Rad can feel the ground shaking a bit. Yeah, I love that this courtyard has a light source from somewhere and plants, you know, yes. that live with photosynthesis. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we cut to the Transformers fighting. Um, oh, though the ground... Oh, this was fucking jarring. There was so many jarring cuts in this episode. Uh, the ground shakes, Carlos falls down, and then we cut to the Transformers underwater fighting SpongeBob SquarePants physics. Yes. And then we cut back to the kids, and there's all of a sudden a bunch of Greeks walking around. Yeah, all these people in, like, bluish-green robes, and now the girl from the hologram from before is standing in front of the fountain, and she's been expecting them, and commercial break. Uh, and when we come back, the girl giggles, laughs, and walks off. Carlos chases her. Um, and then Rad and Alexis realize that all the Greeks are holograms. I keep saying Greeks, Atlanteans, whatever, but they're dressed in, like, you know, uh, what is it? Um, antiquity? Like the School of Athens. You know the painting? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah, all dressed yeah. like the, the people yeah. in that one, yeah. Um, and I gotta say, this episode gave me, it didn't feel like Transformers at all. It gave me vibes of, I don't know why, but Astro Boy, but also, I think it's called Ulysses 31, which is a very Greek-focused uh, anime. Okay. I guess I do watch some animes. <laughs> anyway, uh, the point of this is that all the Greeks are holograms. Yeah, because one of them just walks right through Red, and then Alexis puts her hand through another one. But, uh, now they hear Carlos yelling, oh, I found something, come quick. And what he found is this girl standing on a balcony. What you missed, Paul, was Alexis saying, you know what I think the civilization did? And explains exactly how they came up with hologram technology. And she also <laughs> seems to be jealous of this girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they really, really beat this one to death about how she's not even real. It's just a hologram. And, and even Rad gets on him, too, about it. But and, oh, anyway, Carlos you know, discovers that she's a hologram because he goes to touch her on the shoulder and her hand goes right through. And so, sorry, uh, Paul, let, let's just establish Carlos now knows she is a hologram, sorry, yes. hologram and not a real person. <laughs> oh. He knows this. Yeah, she explains she comes from an ancient civilization that was wiped out after the arrival of the Ali, Ali Alcons, I think she calls them. Okay. Wait Which a I guess I it's just she was minicon. calling for help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, they, 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 I guess the, these minicons, they turn into a giant sword, and somehow they use that to gain great power. Yeah, hmm? 
they used it to conquer other civilizations on other continents, but that didn't go over so great for them because the rest of the world had enough of their shit and ganged up and smashed them one and sent them seaworthy. <laughs> and then we see a shot of, like, the Earth from high orbit, and there are massive beyond nuclear explosions. Yes! Just, <laughs> just fire and brimstone flying into the air. This is dozens of cities around the world exploding into deep space. <laughs> <laughs> There's absolutely no geological evidence for that ever having happened. But anyway, <laughs> uh, back outside, the Autobots and Decepticons are still going at it. And Megatron has had just about enough of this stalemate because I think he makes a chess reference there. And he's like, uh, this is uh, I think this is the first time we've seen this. He yeah. transforms his middle section. Well, he combines with leader one to do this, transforms his middle section in to what turns out to be like a laser Gatling gun. It is really cool. It kind of felt like he was ramping up to the level of when Optimus combines with his tra with his uh, container. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he opens fire on the uh, Autobots. And meanwhile, Hologram Girl is explaining that the holograms are actually a warning now. Yeah, and Alexis realizes this means there's no chance she'll tell them where the Minicons are because that's what the warning is. This is what's going to happen to you if you get these things. So they're hidden. For a reason. And then Carlos says, well, we should leave. Okay, this is weird because Carlos does make sense that he says, okay, that was a warning. We should get the hell out of here. The other two are like, no, 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 let's go find it. Even though this ancient civilization died and said, don't do what we did. Carlos <laughs> says, we should get out of here. But then he's like, we should take her with us. And it's like, dude. <laughs> yeah, Alexis is like, she isn't even real again. Like, she died thousands of years ago. And now even Red gets it. But uh, Red's like, oh, I know what he means. He just wants to save her image. Like, they need to keep the Decepticons from destroying the thing projecting the hologram. Except he never wants says that. Rat yes. Carlos continuously says, hey, let's save her. She's, anyway, whatever. He, like, reaches out to save her later on. Whatever. Um, Megatron bursts through the wall uh, to get the kids, and then Perceptor combines to try to attack Megatron, which yes. is just adorable. <laughs> yeah, Megatron's minigons just tackle him, and now Optimus is here, so Megatron sends Leader One, and I've noticed the other guy. You said Bone Crusher, was it? Yeah, it's like, Bone isn't Crusher. He, isn't he a crane? If, oh, I <laughs> call him Hawk. Well, it doesn't, like, it matters with Armada. I should have called him Gears. But yeah, he sends them off to find the mini cons, like plural. So I guess it's more than one thereafter here while he deals with Optimus. Well, yeah, didn't uh, the heroin addict girl, didn't she say there were three of them that they turned into a sword? Anyway, uh, Leader One finds a mini con. Uh, Megatron grabs it, and then the other Decepticons show up. And then the entire structure just begins to collapse. Yeah, it was just sitting there on the side of a pillar, like, oh, that's a good hiding spot. Yeah, yeah really? My God. Coming down, so the Decepticons, they have what they wanted, so they retreat. And Hotshot transforms for the kids to get inside, but Carlos is still listening to this girl tell them, oh, you're making a mistake, and he can't leave her behind, and now water's coming into this place, and Red Alert's like, man, get in, yeah. now. Her, her image is even starting to, like, go, you know, uh, glitch out, and he's he's literally reaching for her. It's a hologram, Carlos. <laughs> anyway, they get in, they, they flee Atlantis as it sinks even further into the Earth. Yep. And now on the moon, Megatron tells the gentleman, that's what he calls them, <laughs> that this is a powerful minicon. And back with the Autobots, they have a picture of it on the screen and they need to find the other two parts of the sword before Megatron does. And then, oh boy, Rad goes out to find Carlos, who's sitting on a cliff by the sunset, having an emotional moment. <laughs> He's trying to give him a heart to heart, but he opens with something like, hey man, she wasn't even real. So you got to get over it. <laughs> yes. She's dead, man. She died a long time ago. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and then Carlos is like, 
Man, this was delusional where he's like, yeah, but she was pretty good looking. I think she was probably a princess. And then she kind of ruled her kingdom with love and honor. And then, like, he starts making up this whole story and finishes it with, and then she grew up to eventually become a queen. I'm like, no, dude, she fucking died. (laughs) This girl from an ancient civilization somehow contacts the Autobots because she needs their help. Why not? And when they get there, she tells them she was expecting them, and then tells them to leave the Minicon that's here well enough alone, or else history will repeat itself. I'm not sure why I clearly asked for your help earlier either, but thanks for stopping by. See you later. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. What was the point of contacting them in the first place if that was all she was going to do? They didn't even know she and the Minicon they detected were in the same spot until they got there. She could have just warned them then, when they got there. And speaking of things she could have done but didn't, why didn't she, or anybody in her civilization just destroy the damn Minicon and have it done while they were still alive. Like You need all three of these guys for any of them to activate or form the sword, so just destroy one and the other two are paperweights. Problem solved. At the very least, hide it better than just sticking it to the side of a post in the middle of the... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. Our, our ruin, our absolutely our first what-the-fuck episode, Paul. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I guess Every show needs at least one, right? But hopefully we, we this is the only one. Yeah, one. But, yeah I, I did did not care for this. Like the going to Atlantis thing, that, I'm fine with that. That's fine. The ancient hologram technology civilization stuff, fine with that too. But just the constant going on about oh, I got to save her. Like, dude, she's not fucking real. Like they really beat you over the head with it. Yeah, Carlos is easily the most emotional of the group like alexis gets high and mighty sometime rad's just rad but like <laughs> carlos is the one who gets like hey we should bring our, our bmx's out here oh what if there's tigers and lions like he's the one who's gonna have a a big emotion so i get that from him but e- even for carlos this episode was he was cranked to 11 the whole time yeah and y- you know what honestly the whole atlantis thing it's been done to death other shows have done it better it's just, you know, when you're going to take it to that crazy ass degree of like, we were all over the world and we had flying cars or whatever, it, it, but there's no more evidence. I'm just, I start to tune out. Yep. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, Megatron's waist cannon. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That was that I was hope nice. to see more stuff <laughs> like that where it's not just like, you know how Red Alert just takes his gun off his shoulder and, you know, Starscream just gets shoulder cannons? I like that Megatron actually had a transformation. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's uh, the next episode Paul and I are going to review is prehistory. If you want to see a couple of Cro-Magnons, uh, Cro-Magnons, <laughs> whatever. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. Seriously, tell everybody you know. It's, uh, Paul and I don't advertise this podcast. We don't have advertisers on this podcast. We legitimately do it because it's fun to do. Uh, it's a great excuse to call my best friend once a week. Hey. But hey, yeah, seriously, <laughs> tell a friend. I hope I hope everybody's enjoying our mod app because <laughs> we got two more series after this. All <laughs> uh, right. Um, what's uh, what, yeah, yeah, prehistory transforms it first. Bobby, another the comment. Uh, keep on transforming. See you later. I found something. Come quick.